This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey, guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I'm Dax Holt, joined by my good buddy, Adam Glenn, out in New York. Sir, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Good to be with you. Today, we're going to do our, our weekly rundown. We do our top 10 stories of the week uh, from Google. It's the top 10 celebrity news stories of the week. And we kind of break them down. So give it a little bit of knowledge before you go into the weekend. So you kind of know what you're talking about when it comes to pop culture we want to fill in i you know what and this has honestly turned out to be one of my favorite parts of the week because i don't know some of these stories i'm even kind of catching up on myself like i kind of heard them go by but i didn't really investigate and now i'm kind of sitting down to like figure out what they're about and so i'm even walking away feeling knowledgeable so let's get to it let's start with number 10 Number 10. (laughs) Oh, Adam, you are going to love this one. Alec Baldwin is going to be a father once again to baby number seven. Seven. That's a lot. That's a lot. (laughs) I mean, in a New York City apartment as well. Like, I got to see their apartment. I want to see. It must be huge. It's got to be a massive apartment in New York City. They live in in like a very, very, very nice area in New York City. So, but I can only imagine. I can't. I can't imagine what the size of this apartment is. How they have that much room. Oh my god! Did you? I saw the worst joke today, and I I felt bad because it caught me off guard. There was a meme going around that had Alec Baldwin, and it said, "Apparently, he never shoots blanks." Ooh. Whoa. Bad joke, but at the same time, I was like, "Oh, damn!" It's funny. That's a that's a tough joke, but I mean, funny on funny on the kid side, not funny on the other side. But I was like, "Shit, this guy though." Here's the thing: if I I, I just don't like Alec Baldwin. That's the problem. Like, I really do. You, I don't like him. Do you like him? I I've had my experiences with him. I've had some interesting experiences with him. I. I'm just afraid of him, so I'm not – and I see him more than you, so I won't say anything publicly about him. <laughs> All right, so the couple already ha- has six children, two girls, four boys. They're ranging from the ages from eight to one, and then obviously he also has uh, Ireland Baldwin, who's 26 years old, and that was with his former wife, Kim Basinger. So, I mean, the man has a lot of children. So, of all right. That's a lot, a lot of, kids of kids and a lot of people in the New York City apartment. Obviously, he's been in the news in the past few months. I mean, I guess this is a good thing that's going on in his life compared to all the tough things that's going on in his life. So yep. congrats to the Baldwins. All right, number nine. <laughs> congrats, I guess. All right, number nine. Ezra Miller, once again in trouble. Now there is a couple coming after him, uh, hitting him up with a restraining order. I don't know what the hell's going on with this guy. He needs to get out of Hawaii. He's causing a lot of problems over there. First, it was with that uh, the incident at the Hawaiian karaoke bar over the weekend where there were people coming up saying, like, 
this guy is harassing people in the bar. I, apparently, he didn't like the songs they were singing. And so he was, uh, I, I guess there was disorderly conduct there. Did you hear about that story? I did. Yeah, I actually think it's, I obviously he needs some sort of help, but I do think he is so talented. He could have mm -hmm. one of those like Robert Downey Jr. backups. Like Robert Downey Jr. fell into some hard times, but I feel like if he could rebound from this, it could be a great comeback story. Yeah, so okay, so first off, it's the the karaoke bar incident. Then, so th there's a couple that he's staying with at their their home out in Hawaii, and apparently he met them at a farmer's market, and then started staying with them. I don't know. To me, that's very weird. You're a celebrity, and you're just like meeting people at farmers markets and like staying with them. Like clearly, there's something very off with that him. Yeah. So this couple then bails him out uh, on five hundred dollar bond, and then directly after that, he gets back to the couple's house, and they allege that he barged in on them in their bedroom and started like calling them names and saying that. Uh, what did he, let me let me find the exact quote? He said. I will bury you and your slut wife. And so the the, the, the couple freak out. They uh, clearly get a restraining order, say that, you know, he's he's rich and he's powerful so he can buy weapons. And so uh, the document also claimed that he stole some of their personal belongings, which was a social security card, a wallet, a passport, driver's license and bank cards. So I don't know what the hell is going on with Ezra Miller right now, but like you said, the guy's crazy talented. Like, get your shit together, yeah, that's Ezra. A that's a crazy story. There's a lot there. Hopefully, what he's doing is not contagious. Because let's go on to another. I don't <laughs> want to catch on. Whatever you fuck. Let's just keep going. This is not, like not contagious. Yeah, all, right, all right, number eight. Ah, uh, number eight. This is a crappy one, dude. Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins died at the age of fifty this week. Uh, this was this was wild. I mean, it, it, when you think of huge rock stars that everyone loves, Taylor's name was in the top five. Such a nice dude. My experiences with him were always great. He was such a character. He was fun. He was cool. One day I was outside the Soho Grand, and I ran into. He was hanging outside with him. Uh, Chad Smith, the drummer of the Chili Peppers, and I forgot the guy's name, uh, who's the drummer of Rage Against the Machine. So it's like the three drummers, a three iconic bands were hanging out. And they were super cool, great spirits. And I was like, guys, I, this is a really cool photo. Can I get a photo? And I have a great photo of me, Chad Smith, like the, the four of us standing That's there dope. in New York City and Soho. I mean, but such a nice guy, total rock star, because I don't feel like we yeah. have rock stars anymore. And it's super sad. It's horrible. He's like one of Dave Grohl's best friends. Uh, the band ended up releasing a statement just saying his it was a tragic and untimely loss. I know that some of the because they were down in Columbia and uh, their officials released a statement on Saturday, basically saying there was toxicology tests on the urine and that the preliminary results were found that there were like 10 uh, psychoactive substances and medications, including marijuana, opiates, all kinds of stuff in his system at the time which is weird because i swear here in the u.s it's weeks for toxicology so how in columbia are they like oh the dude's pumped up with all this stuff when i swear here they never say what was in their system for weeks and yeah. weeks and they came out with it almost instantly yeah i sad story sad sad story uh yeah great drummer great person he'd always like i remember he would always go on stage and sing under pressure with dave grohl like he would get away from the drums and he would sing Super cool. All right, on to the next one.
Yeah, that one was really sad. Uh, Kim Kardashian doing a special, talking all about her relationship with Kanye West. Not only that, Chloe talking about Tristan and uh, and Courtney talking all about Travis. So uh, ABC is doing this whole big press event for the release of their new Hulu Hulu show, um, and obviously it's called The Kardashians, and it's uh, what's her name, uh, Robin Roberts, sitting down with uh, them plus. Wow, I can't talk right now. There's so many K names in here that it's really hard to remember everyone's name. Them sitting, and she also sat down with Chris and just talked about everything. What I love about this interview, at least the teaser clip, because the full interview will be out on Wednesday night, April 6th. But um, she's Robin is asking them all the questions that we all want to know. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't happen very often, right? Like, she's sitting there saying, where's your relationship with Tristan right now, Chloe? Like, what are you doing? Uh, same with Kim talking about the divorce and just getting into it all. So I don't know. Again, I'm a little burnt out with Kardashians, but it kind of makes me want to watch. I think nobody nobody knows this game better than them. They do it so well. And what better than to do this huge interview where, you know, all hands on deck to make it a Super Bowl type episode where you're getting a main like you're talking about mainstream TV is like, yeah, we're going to put original programs on. it. We're going to make it all about the Kardashians. I think this just shows you how powerful they are. And I'm very curious the numbers the next day. Oh, well, one of the things that Robin said in this uh, little teaser clip, she goes, she's talking to Chris and she says, so this family is now a multi-billion dollar family. Are you the puppet master? I mean, (laughs) I think we all know the answer. I mean, she is. She's absolutely the puppet master, right? I mean, they're all the most media savvy people I've ever seen, but Chris is the one juggling all of it. It's kind of amazing. It's pretty, quick, right. pretty impressive. All right, what's next? So April 6th, if you want to watch the Kardashians, be the Kardashians, tune into ABC. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> all right. What else? Uh, number, what number are we on? Six? Four. Let's go with six. Okay. I think we're on six. Okay. Uh, number six. House of Dragon has an official release date. If you are a fan of Game of Thrones and you want to watch the prequel, House of Dragon, they have now officially said that, uh, what will it be? The, oh, August 21st. <laughs> I was like, I know I have it written down here somewhere, but uh, HBO announced that the series will premiere on the network coming uh, to HBO August uh, 21st. And they've got a new logo. They've got all this kind of stuff. So they're they're, they're posting all about it on social media. Uh, obviously, Game of Thrones fans are rabid for this kind of stuff. Were you a Game of Thrones person? Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I've never seen an episode. Me neither. We are a rare breed, and dude. I don't have like the urge to watch it. I understand what people say. I just, I, I, I didn't want to start it. I obviously the buzz got on like, and like second season maybe, or maybe even first season. Mm-hmm. And then I was like behind. I was like, yeah, I don't need to catch up to it. I'm, I'm good. I just didn't have any interest. I don't care. So I think I, I, when everyone was going crazy, I remember I was like, oh, I'm, let me try. I swear to God, I got 10 minutes into it. And I was lost, and my wife didn't seem to be into it. So that's kind of where it ended for me. No joke. Yeah. And, and then over the years, it's like everyone keeps telling me how great it is. I just, I haven't gone back. I got so many other series that I want to watch, things that I'm like truly interested in. Maybe one day I'll get back to it because of how great it sounds. Like I did this with Breaking Bad. Yeah, I, I, I think I got into Breaking Bad 
the final season after listening to everyone say how amazing it was. And then I watched it. And I was like, why the hell did I wait so long to watch this show? Yeah, I uh, I. Uh, I did the same thing Breaking Bad. I watched it during the pandemic. I still, I, I think it was a good show, Breaking Bad, but I don't think it was oh, as dude. No, that was a freaking phenomenal show. You watch your tongue there, Adam. Uh, have you seen The Dropout? Yeah. No, no, no. I haven't. No, I listened to the podcast The Dropout. I'm yeah. sorry, I listened to the podcast The Dropout. Dropout with Amanda Seyfried. Great show about the uh, Theranos stuff. I don't know. There's been a lot of documentaries about Theranos, but I enjoyed it. I enjoy, I'm enjoying The Dropout. All right, what's next? All right, man. It's a lot of death this week. This is crappy. All right, coming in at number five, um, Tom Parker from The Wanted. You know that British boy mm-hmm. band has passed away at the age. I did not know of, about this. Of thirty-three, you didn't know this? No. Shut up. You didn't I know? I had no idea. So this news broke. Ooh, Wednesday, but uh, he's been dealing with inoperable brain cancer. Wow. And I think they talked about that back in October of like 2020. His wife had kind of released that news. They announced it. And then she announced uh, this week that uh, he had passed away. And I like broke my heart, man. Like the guy is so young. He's got young kids like, oh, just kill me. So sad. Yeah, I, I did not know about that. That's super sad. Um. I haven't heard that band's name in a while, but I, I remember them very well. And man, that's tough. Yeah. So the, the statement that we went out is it said it is with the heaviest of hearts that we confirmed Tom passed away peacefully earlier today with uh, with all of his family by his side. Our hearts are broken. Tom was the center of our world and we can't imagine life without his infectious smile and uh, and energetic presence we are truly thankful for the opportunity and outpouring i'm sorry we are thankful for the outpouring of love and support and ask that we all unite to ensure tom's light continues to shine for his beautiful children thank you to everyone who has supported and his care throughout he fought until the very end my forever oh i'm like gonna cry that's so sad dude this sucks. Right, next one next one he's so young <laughs> terrible all right um ooh, you're gonna like this one uh number four comes in as <laughs> Jim Carrey is not happy with Will Smith. <laughs> right, we're getting to the Will Smith stuff. Okay, yeah. I heard about this stuff. So explain it real quick. Uh, so Jim Carrey is basically saying that Will Smith cracked under pressure. It's more than just an insult to someone's wife. And so, you know, he is looking at the full picture here. And I they've been friends, right? I'm sure they've they're both $20 million film guys. Like they're I'm sure they've crossed paths at some point. Yeah. And so, you know, he was he was just not not happy. Basically, he said, I see this as a larger issue. It's an issue of boundaries being broken, boundaries and allowances and permissiveness to certain behaviors. So he you know, to me, I think he's saying like this is a big star, but he should not absolutely not be able to walk up and slap someone across the face. Um, You know, it it was just a a selfish moment. So he also said he was disgusted when the people gave him a standing ovation after he won his award, which I see his point. I see his anger, but he did say something that really, really kind of uh, hit me. It hit me hard when he says, what was that? We're not the cool kids anymore after that moment. (laughs) So he was right. He's like, yeah, you're not the cool kids anymore. When you do shit like this and you react like that, that's not cool. You're not the cool kids anymore. Like it's just corny. It's weak. It was terrible. Jim Carrey, props to him for taking oh and tell me about that sorry i, I know we're going on that but that reminded me of that uh, comedy club that you sent me a picture of 
Oh, that has a new sign outside. Yeah, so all the comedy clubs right now in New York City and all over the world are really, even the Laugh Factor in LA is putting signs like pro comedy, never, you know, respect comedy. And it's uh, basically they're not. What do they say, like basically don't pull a Will Smith. Yeah, don't like, pull a Will Smith. We're not, we're, we won't, we will not tolerate any kind of uh, heckling of any sort or any kind of physical violence. Yeah. So I That's mean, smart move. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're doing it for publicity, honestly, because they're putting it on the outside of their door, waiting for people like you and I to talk about it. But it's true. Like, don't don't get any ideas, hecklers, that you can just walk up on stage. Like, just because Will Smith does it, your ass will be grass. You know? Yeah, I love Jim Carrey. Uh, I give him a lot of props. Says your ass will be grass. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> uh, no, I give Jim Carrey a lot of props for saying that, which is a very strong stance, and he said very strong. He had a very strong opinion on it. Mm-hmm. And not holding it back, but I agree with him. I agree with him. And and people don't people don't like to go up against other actors, especially someone who just won an Oscar. Sure, like Jim Carrey. The, the, you know, like people don't want to say that, even though they're thinking about it. There, there's probably dozens and dozens of celebs in Hollywood thinking the same thing as him, but they're like they're worried that if they go up against Will Smith, the wrath of Will Smith will come after them. So yeah. they keep their mouth shut. I, I love that Jim was like, no, oh, fuck this. This is this is not right. Not even Will Smith will come after him. It would hurt their them getting future work in the industry. It would just be yeah. more of like some someone will get they'll get banned. Someone won't want to work with them anymore. It's just not worth the uh, the risk rewards are not worth it. All right, next one. Next one, number three, Hayden Christensen back as Darth Vader. People are freaking out about this. Uh, Hayden will be back in the new Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, show for Disney+. Plus. I feel like they're just pumping out content over at Disney+. Plus Every single yeah. day, there's a, new, there's a new show. And good stuff, too. Like, amazing, amazing content. And no, we're not getting paid by Disney+. Plus. But damn, if you don't have Disney+, Plus, you are missing out. There's great stuff. They got great shows, and you're right. They just came out with uh, that Oscar... Uh, what's his name? That actor show? Ghost... Uh... Ghost Knight or something like that. Like, oh uh, yeah, Go, uh, Moon Moon Knight. Moon Knight. I mean, yeah, every, yeah. it looks great. The content they're putting out. Disney Plus is awesome. It's not for kids. It's like it's for everyone. It's no. That, that, when they got Marvel on there, it was like that changed the game. Yeah. I I spend more time on Disney Plus watching just Marvel content than I think my kids do watching any Disney stuff. Great book. Uh, but, CEO of Disney. That's a it? good book. The guy who bought was a Bob Iger who just wrote a book. For yeah. Disney. Great book. Re- totally recommend that book. He did a great interview. Oh, who was that with? Um, we talked about this, I think. Tim Ferriss. Yes, Tim Ferriss. He did a great interview with Tim Ferriss. If you guys get a chance, you want to listen to a great podcast, go listen to Tim Ferriss' interview with Bob Iger. Um, but Hayden Christensen said it is a great honor to be putting on the Darth Vader suit once again for this new show. I think he's pretty excited. Ian McGregor will be in it, returning as Obi-Wan Kenobi. So... Cool. Gonna be good. Gonna be excited. They put out good content. All right. What's next? All right. Um, number two, Bruce Willis is saying goodbye to acting due to a medical condition. This was a very shocking story this week. I uh, I did not know, and I don't know how many other people in Hollywood knew that uh, Bruce Willis was dealing with a a major medical condition, uh, aphasia, as I believe how you say it properly, but basically the person loses the ability to communicate. And so he is saying, well, his family is saying he will not be back to acting for the foreseeable future. And that sounds like ever yeah. actually indefinitely. So he is done. You probably, I, I don't even know if we will see him in public anymore. 
that's what I think that's how like of a situation this is serious of a situation pretty wild not um people weren't expecting it and it's funny Mm -mm. Kevin Smith the director said some things about working when he did a movie with him and directing a movie with him and Tracy Morgan and when the movie came out he was also talking about how hard it was and how difficult it was to work with um, Bruce Willis and he took it all back he apologized for putting out those statements because again sometimes everyone's fighting a battle we don't know about and uh, he apologized for that so three rough right, stories let's move on yeah, to, to, to number one because we're getting to our 20 minute mark I want to get us in out so people can get on with their their week I like keeping these things short these raw run doesn't need to stay short all right number one Adam Chris Rock is getting the last laugh. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, his first performance after the Oscars slap, he was in Boston at the Wilbur Theater, and the audience gave him a standing ovation that lasted five minutes long. So nice. So good. So I, I honestly, that, I, I from what I read, it sounds like he got a little emotional over it, but I mean, that's so good. It's great to see people behind him, and obviously it's it's a rough time. I understand a lot of people there wanted to see him talk about it, and I thought his answer was great. You know, there's actually video footage of him when he first gets on stage and says, like, listen, there's a, I'm still kind of taking it all in, you know, and I don't have an opinion, but when I do, it'll be, you know, I'll tell you, and it'll be serious, but also be funny, you know? So I, I hate to say this, but could this be – one of the best things that happened to his career at the end of the day. I don't think he needed some help in his career. The best thing that happened in his career. No, no, no. I just mean press-wise. Chris Rock is on literally everyone's mouth right now. Man, I just – this story- And he, he looks like the good guy. You know what I mean? Like n- not so much in the joke department, but he, if he would have said the joke and Will didn't smack him and just reprimanded him, Chris would have walked away looking like the asshole. Because you said a joke, there is a medical condition involved. Whether or not he knew about it, there was a medical condition involved. The slap flipped the tables. They're putting his Will's putting his hands on Chris now made Chris the the victim of the whole situation. I guess you go. There's so many different variables to this story. There's so many different ways to think about it. There's so much to it. We still don't even know the whole truth behind it. I don't think we'll ever get the full truth. You know what was going on through Will? What happened? I think personally, Denzel. You know, after Chris Rock said the joke, my opinion was Denzel kind of whispered in Will's ear and said, "Are you gonna let him get away with that?" And that's when he went crazy. No, Denzel wasn't even sitting next to him. Shut <laughs> up. Get Denzel out of here. Like, hey, are you gonna let him get away with that? And that's when he ran up. <laughs> That would be fucking funny shit. Um, <laughs> but oh, listen, I'm just so happy to see that people are, as a comedian, that people are supporting Chris Rock. You know, they're pro yeah. Chris Rock. And I also think he's still handling it well a few days after. You know, he's handling Absolutely. it with class. He's handling it mature because he doesn't have to. And he could be an asshole and he could have pressed charges, which as of now, he's not. But I'd be curious. I think that will, that I think that would turn the. People would be like, oh, come on. Yeah, he's not pressing charges, but how much money is Will going to send them in a check that we're not going to hear about? Yeah, well, good for him. But also, right, that's it. That's it. Let's get out of here. This is our raw rundown. Go into the weekend feeling like you know everything there is to know about the biggest stories in Hollywood. Um, and uh, if you get a chance, please. 
hop on by, leave us a review on iTunes. It is greatly appreciated. It's the kindest thing you can do. We tend to, uh, during one of our full episodes, we will read out one of the reviews as a thank you to whoever left it, whoever took the time. So please, we will read these out. Uh, in the meantime, follow us on social media. Uh, we are all over the place. Hollywood Raw, you can find us on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. We have got the biggest stories, the best stories. We are constantly covering everything in Hollywood, uh, trying to keep you guys entertained and also let you know who's good, who we got coming up as guests on the podcast. You can follow my buddy, Adam Glenn, at Adam Glenn. He is popping on TikTok, but he's also popping in my life, sir. <laughs> I'll see you guys next time. A Huda Media Production.